Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I've been a corporate flight attendant for over five and a half years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. This is episode 19. If you like this podcast, please give me five stars. Make sure to check out freespiritpodcast.com. You can support this podcast and purchase my digital products and services made specifically for being a corporate flight attendant. As you all know, I have my corporate flight attendant book, which you can buy on the website. I do not repeat information between the book and the podcast. There's all brand new information in my book. Another great product is my corporate flight attendant lists. That's L-I-S-T-S bundle in which you will receive my catering order template to email your orders and lists such as catering go-tos, prep, deplane, and the sought-after packing list. That is at freespiritpodcast.com. And if you're into the metaphysical and spiritual, check out my podcast, Two Inches Off the Ground. You can always follow me on Instagram at Two Inches Off the Ground. I also have a COVID update. What I'm about to read is an excerpt from an email from a top management company. All right. Company X strongly supports and encourages our employees full-time and part-time to get the COVID vaccination. We believe that vaccinations have been made readily available for almost everyone. If this is not your case, please let us know and we may be able to help. It is our belief that mandating vaccination for all employees is a step too far at this point. But we want to note that as medical guidance and regulations evolve, vaccination may very well end up being a de facto requirement of your job. We recognize that a few of you may have medical conditions or religious considerations that would dictate otherwise, and Company X is certainly sensitive to those situations. I don't know if that influences your decision to vaccinate, but it's good for you to know that companies like this one who hire both full-time FAs, flight attendants, and contract FAs may require vaccination soon. Now, if you're a contractor, even though these companies' attorneys are saying, absolutely don't say this, do not write this in an email to your employees, the contractors who are vaccinated may be chosen over the ones who aren't. Why is that? Passengers, especially the ones who are doing charter or charters renting a private jet, will request an all-vaccinated crew. Why would they do that? Because if you're a contractor, they don't know where you've been. You are all over the world. You're on different planes with all different people in different countries. So I kind of understand why people would request this. So just keep that in mind. I'm certainly not telling you to vaccinate or not vaccinate. I'm just saying it's something to keep in mind. Today's topic is lose that diva attitude. Man, oh man, when I talk about being a diva, it has no gender association. You can identify as a man, a woman, non-binary. What I'm talking about is that princessy attitude that will get you exactly nowhere in this business. Today, I'm going to give you some true diva stories that I bet most of you won't believe of the crap that these flight attendants would pull on trips. So let's get started. On a rare account I worked where I was one of three FAs, 
One of the FAs would constantly FaceTime with any member of her family that she could get a hold of. Okay, so let me explain. So in that prep time before the passengers boarded, when all the work was done, she would FaceTime. Once we were done with the trip and off the plane and driving in the rental car, she would FaceTime. If we had before dinner drinks, she would FaceTime. Okay, you get the point. <laughs> uh, it was honestly so annoying and uncomfortable because no one wants to listen to your private conversation with your boyfriend or your family. Okay, the convos weren't that private, but still, no one, no one wants to hear it. She had no emotional intelligence that this behavior was annoying to others or diva-like. I also worked briefly on an account where the pilot did this too, and it was equally as annoying. It's just a weird thing to do, you know, mostly because she had no consideration for anyone around her, the FA, and obviously the pilot too. And also, if you're that obsessed with your family and your boyfriend, you shouldn't be doing this job. If you can't stand to not be around them for hours at a time, then this probably isn't the job for you. So it was just a weird situation. The other crew members started to complain about her and all the FaceTiming, and she was obsessed with social media too, and it just got too much. So the crew, meaning the pilots, meaning the chief pilot, ended up complaining to the lead flight attendant who actually ended up firing her for that and other offenses. Diva story two, there was an FA, actually an older woman who you think would know better, right? That the pilots could not stand. I would fill in for her sometimes. So I'd hear the stories and I just wanna say that I would hear the stories from three different people at three different times and they all had the exact same story. So I know they weren't exaggerating or lying. Apparently the FA, I don't even know how to say this one. It's so crazy. <laughs> would push buttons in the cockpit as in the pilots were trying to fly the plane and do their job and the FA is behind them pushing buttons. If your mouth is open right now, I know that's, that was my exact reaction when I heard that. It's just, I've never heard of anyone doing that except for that instance. And of course the pilots wanted to kill her. So, you know, sometimes to regulate cabin temperature on these older planes, you have to go in the cockpit and it's in between the two pilots and it's up on the ceiling and you have a little button where you can control the cabin temperature. And the pilots will tell you about it and they'll let you do it. They'll say, hey, here's how you control the cabin temperature during flight. You can come up anytime and do it. And that's the only button you should be pushing or sliding or doing whatever. So the fact that she was just sitting there pushing buttons, which hello, you can crash a plane if you're doing that type of thing, um, was just unbelievable. Okay, so second story about this woman. <laughs> uh, anyway, she would also do anything to get out of paying the check at the restaurant. So on this account, the crew had a per diem or meal allowance of $100 per day, meaning each crew member was given $100 each day. Let's say that you only spend $30 that day on your meals because you've eaten breakfast and lunch on the plane, right? So you spend $30 that day, so you pocket $70. That can really add up. That's why per diem is such a big deal. 
now they're not handing it out as much because they know people are pocketing it. So if you can get an account that has a per diem, you can actually make a lot of money under the table. If you fly a lot, you can see what I'm saying. But anyway, so it's money in your pocket, right? So now you understand why she would make any excuse not to pay her part at the end of a crew dinner. In fact, on one trip, uh, she pretended there was a bee hovering around the table and set off screaming and running away all the way back to her hotel room. The result, she mortified the pilots in front of the entire busy restaurant, and it was an upscale place they were in and a very upscale restaurant, and the pilots had to pay her portion of the bill. So don't do that. <laughs> that is not good. I've noticed a lot of FAs in this business for some reason, don't ask me why, who have huge egos. They will tell you how great they are, how they get work nonstop, who they know. It's a really annoying quality that not only annoys fellow FAs, but also the pilots. These FAs, I find, are the ones who talk a big game, but I find that no one likes them or they're not actually amazing at their job. Surprise, surprise. So the rule here is even if you're great, be humble. One funny story is I worked with an FA where we were on separate jets and the passengers requested a really simple breakfast. It was a short flight, so all we had to do was serve coffee and tea and hand out breakfast boxes, right? So I'm on one jet, she's on the other jet, the jets are full, it's a 35 minute flight. God bless their little hearts that the passengers said, hey, you know, all you have to do is these little breakfast boxes. Trust me, it did not look like something you would get on a commercial flight in row 34D. It, it wasn't like that. These were really nice, you know, muffin and organic fruit and things like that in the boxes. But this fellow FA said to me, oh my God, Jennifer, I'm used to just such high-end service. I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to pass out these boxes. I'm used to something so much more upscale. I just looked at her. I, I didn't say anything. It was absolutely ridiculous. God bless these passengers for making our work pretty much non-existent. We get paid an amazing daily rate. And then we get to sit at a hotel, by the way, a nice hotel for six hours and sit by the pool and read a book or do whatever. And she was making a big deal out of it. These are dream trips. So I don't know what her problem was, but again, it's the ego. So, you know, refrain from saying things like this when <laughs> definitely don't look a gift horse in the mouth. This was a great day and it turned out to be a great day. So I don't know. And just don't be a diva in general, meaning when you sign up for this job, guess what? You have to clean up the aircraft when the passengers deplane. And yes, that means wiping down sinks and toilets, vacuuming, taking out the garbage. That's part of the job. Sometimes there's a cleaning crew, sometimes there's not. And if you travel to a destination, I can tell you there is absolutely not. Another rule of thumb is don't be that flight attendant who brings on a lot of personal luggage. I travel with a purse and the most lightweight suitcase I could find. So lightweight, in fact, that the pilots always comment on it. One of the top cabin services managers in the country told me, Jennifer, if I see an FA come with a huge suitcase or a lot of luggage, that's a red flag. Yeah, because it's a diva alert. So that's why I'm telling you to go on my website, freespiritpodcast.com, 
and buy my packing list. It's the best thing. And lastly, be nice to all the line service people, meaning the line people who are on the ground getting your bags of ice, coffee, catering, etc. They're delivering everything to the plane. I've definitely heard of FAs pulling an attitude with them, and it's not a good look, especially because they know a lot of pilots, they know a lot of chief pilots, they know a lot of directors of aviation, they know a lot of cabin services managers, and they all talk. So you will get a bad reputation immediately. I've also heard many, many stories, and this is shocking to me, where FAs are just rude to servers at restaurants. This one blows my mind because all we are is servers on a private jet. That's basically all we are. Treating servers badly humiliates and infuriates the pilots. And honestly, it tells a lot about a person's character of how they treat a server. Think about that for your next first date. I could do a whole episode on how you can tell a person's character in five minutes of dining with them. I am sure and I am hoping that none of you do this, none of you treat servers badly. But if it's something you think you may do even a little bit, you really need to think about that and clean up your act and, and think about how you would like to be treated in that position. So anyway, lose the diva attitude if you have one, which I'm sure you don't, but this is just a reminder. And I'll be back with an episode on either June 4th or June 11th and listen to my other podcasts, Two Inches Off the Ground. Until next time, happy flying.